0: The $100 MBA Show, the business podcast that brings you the best teachers, the best experts to teach you our guest lessons along with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And you've probably guessed it, today is a guest teacher episode. Today we have Scott Stran. He's going to be teaching us marketing ethics Scott is a renowned public speaker, a best selling author, as well as the co host of the hit podcast, The Unpodcast. And Scott's also a fun, cool dude that I just enjoyed spending time with recently. I invited him to give a guest lesson here on the Hunter MBA Show, and it's a killer one. I can't wait to get into it, so let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator. HostGator is your all-in-one website hosting solution with their one-click WordPress installs, easy-to-use website builder, design services, marketing services, register your domain names, and 24-7 live support via chat, phone, and email. You cannot go wrong. We use HostGator for all our websites. And now is a great time to join because HostGator is giving every listener to The $100 MBA Show a 30% discount. Just visit HostGator.com slash MBA30. That's HostGator.com nba MBA30. So today, Scott Stratton is going to be teaching a very important topic, marketing ethics, the do's and don'ts when it comes to marketing, especially online. He touches upon some very, very important points that you really should pay attention to. You may want to listen to this lesson more than once. And Scott Stratton is known, he's actually famous for speaking about marketing, marketing ethics on the stage to large corporations and large groups. So this is a very special opportunity for you to learn straight from Scott Stratton right here on the Hunter dollars MBA show. So without further ado, let me pass it on to Scott Stratton. Take it away, Scott. Hey,
1: everybody. I'm Scott Stratton from The Unpodcast. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I'll be teaching you about marketing ethics. So let's do this. (music) Ethics isn't about necessarily would you pick up a $20 bill on the ground. It's more about what we do with marketing and how far do we want to go to get what we want to get, which is sales. You see, about ethics and integrity, it's not a renewable resource. You can't compromise it today and then renew it next month and just try again. It doesn't work that way. Once you compromise your ethics or your integrity, you can never get that back. It gets spread, it gets shared, and sometimes we'll put it on our show. That's kind of your goal in life is to stay off the show, actually, and out of the books, and out of our talks, really. Sometimes we get ethics compromisation happening when we're chasing vanity metrics. And what I mean by vanity metrics is we want more retweets, or shares, or likes, or followers, or fans. This is the problem here vanity metrics make people do weird things. They want to get a million views on YouTube. They want 10,000 likes on a status. And one practice I'd like to address today to make you notice this is the practice of freebooting on Facebook. It's a new term, but it's not a new technique. Simply, it's taking something that's already been proven to be successful on one media channel online and then uploading it as your own on your own channel. The old school example is something went viral on Reddit, a photo, a funny photo. I've had few of them go that way. And other sites wait for it to be proven viral and then take the source file and upload it as their own. Not only do they upload it, they don't give back credit. So if you want to be half ethical, you can upload it yourself and then put the credit back to it. But let's just talk about full ethics and integrity for now. Freebooting is the newest thing that's happening. Facebook gives a incredibly high bias to videos that are uploaded natively to their platform. It used to be you'd link to a YouTube video or another source file, and then it would go and spread with the Edgerank algorithm. Edgerank means what Facebook deems worthy enough to be showing on your fans' or your friends' newsfeed. What's happening now is people are taking proven viral videos from places, especially like YouTube, pulling or ripping off the actual source video file and uploading it themselves to their own Facebook pages. Now, I don't have a huge issue with this when friends do it because they're going to get 30 likes and I know what they're actually doing. It's when business pages do this to gain more business exposure. And it happens all the time. The majority of the top viewed videos last year on Facebook were ripoffs. That's right. The most popular videos on Facebook were ripped off. Now, let me ask you this. Is it worth some more likes? Is it worth 10 likes? 100 likes? 1,000 likes to your business page, usually untargeted, but you ripped off a video. And now you've compromised your integrity. Give credit where credit is due. My mama taught me right. That's for everything. And it's so easy to do online. I had somebody on Twitter two days ago call me, say, call me on it and say, what, what's the problem? Everybody knows this happens. Just because a lot of people do it doesn't make it right. And it's your business's brand, and that's how it works. So be very careful. One of the other big parts of business is when you deal with influencers. I know you have a new widget, product, or service, and you want influencers to talk about it. Again, an age-old practice with a new name to it, Influencer Marketing One of the things, though, you have to watch for as the brand is influencer disclosure. The FTC says if somebody has gotten a commercial relationship out of that recommendation, they need to disclose it. That means they got paid or they are given free products, a free service, a free trip. Whatever that is, if they had some kind of gain from recommending your product using a tweet Using a Facebook status, a blog post, whatever that is, they have to disclose that. Now, this has been like this for a while, although in 2013, the FTC fully came out and said you've got to disclose this stuff in line, meaning on blogs, on a blog post, it's not good enough anymore to have a commercial disclosure separate page, which a lot of bloggers were doing. They were saying, hey, go check out my disclosure page, and it was buried four or five pages deep in their blog. You have to disclose it in line, which means when you mention or recommend the product or service, right within that sentence or paragraph, it needs to have a link or a disclosure right there saying, I have received this product for free or I have received payment for it. Now, being a quote, I was doing air quotes there, being an influencer myself, I do disclose these things. And usually I make it part of the story. When I talked about Magnum Ice Cream, who paid me a lot of money to talk about ice cream, I said it right away. I said, imagine a world where you get paid to promote ice cream. Today is that day. I did my disclosure, but it was in my own voice. So it doesn't have to be so kind of legalese level stuff. Where it gets kind of tricky is when we hit social media, especially Twitter. When we're limited to 140 characters... Using part of that for disclosure seems a little bit uh, overwhelming and overbearing, but you have to do that. Now, where's the line? Well, that's the thing. There isn't a line that's been drawn in the sand, really. Do you do hashtag sponsor? Do you do hashtag ad or ADV or advertising? It all depends. Comply, which is a short formed URL site, tried to do something like this where they linked to their disclosure, and then you clicked on it and realized, okay, there was a commercial relationship here. When I talk about our sponsor for the podcast, which is Emma Email Marketing, I can put in brackets sponsor. Is SPON enough? Well, that's kind of up for debate. There hasn't been a lot of case law or case precedent set because it's been such a new development. So when you're thinking of having people recommend your product, recommend, your service, be sure somewhere in there you mention, please disclose the fact that we provided this to you. Most brands don't ever, ever do that. They think the onus is on the actual person who you sponsored. The onus is on the influencer. When in actuality, to me, the brand should have the responsibility. Now I said to me there, so does that mean legally or the government says we should? I don't think the government should be telling us what's ethical your gut tells you what's ethical is it against the law that's the worst question to ask please if you're, if you're sitting there right now and you're thinking hmm am i about to break the law i don't know if we should be even having this conversation right now the government shouldn't have be the one to shouldn't be the 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 bare bones bottom of our integrity let's do it because it's right but there there is a disclosure We need to tell people. It's like a trip I had uh, to Disney World a few years ago where we got a chaperone and media passes and spending money. My experience at Disney World would not be the same as if I went there and paid with the long lineups and a higher cost. So we had to disclose that. Always keep that in mind. Remember, it's not a renewable resource. Also, if you're going to pay for things or pay for content, be sure what you're doing is right. It reminds me of an example way back in the day, this is years ago now, where I had written an article called What's So Small About Your Small Business, which is about making sure you treat your business as a full, legit business, not because you're just so small in a small business. I had somebody write to the website I wrote it for and said, uh, this Scott Stratton guy stole my article. And she was claiming copyright on her article that I had already written. Now stay with me here. Two years prior, I had written the article, and she said she just wrote it, and she was telling the site to please take it down or give proper credit. Well, the site owner sent it to me, and it was funny. What she had done was hired a ghostwriter off one of those websites for cheap, and they just ripped my article off. And then she looked around and realized, wait a second, Scott's ripped off the article I ripped off, and that wasn't the case. And she quickly put it to bed after that and no longer was protesting the article. Be careful. Even with content itself, please pay for it. Please respect the creatives of the world. If you want a website, pay for a website. If you want a well-written article, pay for it. And then photos, especially photos, pay for them. You want to use something in a slideshow, on a blog post, either find a site that may be royalty-free, and they could be royalty-free, and maybe you don't have to pay for it. But if you use a place like iStock, pay for them. I don't want to see a watermarked photo on your site. There was a presentation I was giving, and the gentleman right before me was part of the Canadian government, the CRTC, which regulates content. And he was doing a talk, and he had some typical stock photos, except every stock photo was watermarked. That's right. The person responsible for the integrity of advertising in my country ripped off stock photos. Pay for them, pay for the intro music in your podcast pay for design. Don't cheapen out on creatives because that hurts your integrity too. I'm Scott Stratton. Thanks so much for joining me. If you want some more of this stuff, join us on the On Podcast at any time on your favorite podcast listening app or come to onpodcast.com where we do a full video shoot of every episode as well. Take care and enjoy the $100 MBA.
0: Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Hostgator. If you've been thinking about building your new website or redesigning your website, this is a great time to do it, especially because Hostgator, our sponsor today, is giving us a 30% discount to all our listeners. Hostgator is an all-in-one website solution. They do hosting, they do domain services, they do marketing, they do design, and they do it with a 24-7 live support team via chat, phone, and email. So whatever you need when it comes to building that website you've been putting off, now's the time to do it because you can get 30% off. And HostGators are great value. And I'm not saying this because they're our sponsor. I'm saying this because I'm a customer. Nicole and I have hosted all our websites with HostGator from day one. So get started and start with this amazing discount. Go to HostGator.com MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. What a great, great lesson by Scott Stranton. He covered some really important points, and I want to just highlight a few of them. I like the fact that he highlighted the danger of vanity metrics, how much weight you actually give a like on a post or on your Facebook page, and how you should be really careful about what you do out there in public because once it's out there, your reputation's on the line. You've got to be careful about how you market. I also like the point he made about paying for great work. Nicole and I really, really resonate with this, and we want to make sure that you guys know that we completely endorse this idea where you should pay writers to write good articles for you if you're going to get articles written. Uh, You get what you pay for. If you're paying $5 an article, you're going to get a $5 article. And the same thing goes with photos. So I love all the information he provided. Scott Strand, thank you so much for that amazing lesson. You could check out Scott and his wife, Allison's podcast, The Unpodcast, on iTunes or Stitcher. It's a great, great podcast. Nicole and I often listen to it. He's also got a great book you may want to check out called Unselling. And you can check that out on his website, unmarketing.com. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. But I want to leave you with this. Scott talked about your reputation and how vital and how easy it can be tarnished. You got to be very careful about what you put out there in the world, how you market, how you present yourself. If you try to go the cheap route, you may come off as scammy looking. And people have a hard time forgetting that. And trying to renew somebody's trust is very hard. So try to do things right, especially when it comes to marketing. The details do count. And the way you present yourself really does matter. So if you have doubt about something that you're posting on social media or on your website, rethink it before you put it out there. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. Tomorrow is part one of a two-part lesson on a crash course in using Google Analytics. A lot of people talk about Google Analytics, but I'm gonna give you a practical guide or a two-part course on exactly how to use it for your website that actually can help you improve your business. I can't wait to get into that tomorrow. I'll see you then, guys. Take care.